Welcome to Programme 3 of this mini-series, The Search for Destiny and Purpose. I told you a story about a mug that I had in my office last week, and I showed that the thing was not designed to hold what I'd put into it. In other words, it had pens in it, but that mug was designed to hold liquid. It was designed for a specific purpose. But if I put a hole in the bottom, I actually destroyed its ability to fulfil its purpose. Why do we in church try to get everybody to conform to our ideas of what a Christian should be? Thinking about this a few years back, um, I was talking to an American Indian and the question came up, why did the original pioneers have to make the Red Indians wear suits and ties and worship to organ music when they brought them the gospel? Why did they force them to go into schools and classrooms? You know, the American Indians are a wonderful people. They, were, they had a beautiful dress, a beautiful dress sense, and they had wonderful music. But Western Christians decided that it was pagan and not godly and persuaded them otherwise. And by the time that lie was discovered, their whole culture had been raped. I believe the church has got a lot to answer for. Even though we don't mean to harm our converts, the church still does it today. I was told that you should never ever try to become somebody else. You should always try to be more you. And if you don't learn who you are, you can never really fulfil your purpose. Because who you are is why you are. You're perfect for your purpose. You are designed to fully function in your purpose. You are the way you are because of why you are. God needs you and I because our purpose is unique to us. No one else's. Your makeup, your your likes, your dislikes, your particular way of doing things. That mixture that makes you, you. There is something that you came to this planet to do that the world needs in this generation. Your birth is evidence that your purpose is necessary. Although the two great apostles, Peter and Paul, were both given the same task of spreading the good news of the kingdom, their fields were different. Peter's job was to convince the Jews about the reality of Jesus. Paul's ministry was to bring the good news to the Gentile nations. Neither of them could have changed places and remained true to God's calling on their lives. They both had differing gifts and abilities that would not have worked in the other one's place. I once heard a story of, a, of somebody that got saved and uh, wondered what to do in church, and he felt very strongly that, that God wanted him to be uh, an usher, somebody to welcome people uh, at the door. So he tried very hard to be the best usher he could possibly be. And one day he welcomed this new uh, man into church and uh, um, looked after him and kept his eye on him through the service. And that man ended up being an evangelist, bringing thousands and thousands of people to the Lord. But if it hadn't have been for that humble usher who made the man comfortable and welcomed him into a new environment, 
maybe that man might not have got saved and maybe he might not have walked in his destiny. He could have been so put off by somebody who was not as pleasant to him. You know, it doesn't matter what God has called you to do. It only really matters if you're doing it. There's no great or small in God's house. Every one of us are sons and daughters. We're all his children. Every single person gets the same wages and the same reward. There's no big or there's no small ministry. By affecting one person like that usher, you may change destiny for a whole nation or a continent. There is no substitute for you. No one can take your place or purpose. One of the things I've discovered is that purpose is often multiple. Um, the sun, for instance, was made uh, for different reasons. One, to separate the light from the dark. Also to mark the seasons, the days and the years. To govern the day and to separate day from night. And to give light and warmth to the earth. Moses was made to be a spokesman for God and a warrior and a priest and a servant and a lawgiver. Purpose is interdependent. Nothing exists for itself. Everything is related to something else. You see, the moon could not shine on its own. It was put there by God to give light at night, but it needs the sun's light because its light is reflected take the sun away and the moon can't do the job they are interdependent likewise you cannot fulfill your purpose in isolation read romans 12 verses 4 and 5 also purpose is permanent proverbs 19:21 god told sarah that she would be a mother but her and abraham tried to help god out and cause trouble. But it was God's purpose that won in spite of evidence to the contrary. Purpose is also resilient. The will of God can be likened to a river. It just goes round the obstacles. And God uses the mistakes in your life to refine you as part of the process. Further, God's purpose is not hindered by your past. Think about Gideon in Judges 6, verse 8. A coward became a great warrior. Thinking about Moses, a murderer became a deliverer. Thinking about the prostitute at the well, she became a preacher. What can God make of you? Everything has been created to fulfil a purpose. Every human being and every living creature has been chosen by God to fulfil a purpose. Whenever something does not recognise its purpose, death occurs. For instance, let's think about the Dead Sea. It catches water coming in from the Sea of Galilee, but doesn't let it out. There's no flow. Seas were made to teem with life, but this one doesn't. Uh, it's full of salt, it's dead. God has a purpose for us as individuals, us as a corporate body of people. We're destined and chosen to be conformed to the image of Jesus. Paul had a different destiny to Peter, but they were both conformed to the image of Christ. Most of humanity has lost sight of their purpose. 
That's why continents, nations, cities, towns are lost and need Christ. Only he can redeem us from blindness and lostness. Our failure to live out our destinies does not change God's purpose for our lives. For no matter how far away you are, no matter how bad your life has been, no matter how bad you've blown it, no matter how hurt you are by the past, God's purpose for your life has not changed. You can move back into God's path. Don't forget that a journey starts with the first step. We need to repent, receive forgiveness and cleansing. And we need to ask God for the determination to follow Jesus and move on into his heart and will for our lives. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5 says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. You know, the book of Ephesians has been so helpful to me in my journey towards learning more about God's plan A for my life. The book of Ephesians chapter 2 says that we were dead uh, before we gave our lives to Jesus, that we were dead in our sins and that we were made alive together with Christ. Uh, we used to follow the ways of um, the, the ruler of this world, uh, the spirit that was now at work in those who are dis disobedient to God's law. And, and all of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. But we were saved. God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. And it's by his grace that each one of us has been saved. God raised us up with Christ, and actually our, our position now is, is seated at the right hand of Christ in the heavenly places in order that in the coming ages he might show the riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. Uh, he goes on to say again that it's by grace that we've been saved, nothing that we've done of our own, but uh, by his great grace and his great mercy. And we're not by works, uh, so that no one can boast, oh, I've earned my way to heaven or I, I did this and I've, you know, I've been a good boy and all the rest of it. No, we're all of the same sort of flesh. We're all sinners, really. But then uh, he goes on in verse 10, and this is the verse that really got me. For we're all God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good work which God prepared in advance for us to do. You know, I don't believe God suddenly had to search around uh, heaven for a purpose for my life. He already knew what he created me for and uh, given me certain gifts uh, and abilities which would uh, totally fit my destiny. I'm perfectly formed, um, as, as the scripture in Jeremiah says, um, to do God's will. It's only, uh, though, when I got to know God that I got to um, be interested in seeking for that purpose. And, and I would advise you to look for and, and maybe require it, actually, if you're brave enough, um, require it of the Lord to show you what your good works are which God has already prepared in advance. Uh, oh no, David's just given his life to me. What are we going to do with him? No, it's not a case of that. What it is a case of is uh, you and I uh, having the exciting pleasure of discovering our destiny and purpose. 
Join me next week when we're going to continue this series on destiny and purpose from the lost glory. And uh, in the meantime, be kind to one another. God bless you. And don't forget, you can download our podcast from our website, www.folliesend.org.